Hey y'all, this is Charlie, and we are living, loving, laughing in grace, and we are also in part two of a word that I'm very excited to keep sharing with you, and that is where we are looking at our Savior as our shepherd, and we are his sheep. We saw in Isaiah 40:11 that the Lord declared this word to us, that like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arm, he will gather the lambs and carries them close to his heart. Isn't that so beautiful? The Lord carries us close to his heart and he gently leads those that have young. Isaiah 40, 11. He gently leads. He gently leads. I want to tell you something about the way a shepherd leads their sheep. And it's right there in the phrase, right? A shepherd leads their sheep from in front. They don't drive them from behind. You know, there's a lot of different things like geese and, and ducks that are, that are driven from behind. But do you know you can't, you can't do that with sheep? Uh, I actually watched a really funny video. And, and you may have ever seen, you know, where there's like um, a lot of reality TV shows where they'll, they'll have people and, uh, that have never been around sheep and they have to try to get some sheep from one point to another. And what's the first thing people always do? Most of the time, if they've never been around sheep, they will try driving them from behind and the sheep do what? They either don't move or they just scatter in every different direction. And I watched this really funny video of this group of men who had come to some, to some sheep and that's what they were doing. They were trying to, to get them from one point to another. And this man is, is behind this sheep, pushing and pushing and pushing, trying to get the sheep to move. And you know what the sheep did? It never even looked up. It was eating in a patch of grass and it just kept right on eating. I thought it was so funny because it made me think, you know, sometimes, I, we really we need to think about this. If the sheep is eating, it means it's already in a good place, right? And then someone comes behind and is trying to push it away from the place where it's already getting food. And you know, we need to know that when we are feeling driven or pushed to do something, that's not the way our Lord leads us. He leads us from the front. The enemy will try to drive us and push us from behind. Like you ever feel like, like that, that nagging feeling or that feeling like, like you're just rushed, like you just got to do this right now, you know, what, whatever it could be. Could be related to anything, but I got to get this done right now or this, this has to be done or, you know, I just can't rest until it's done. That's the enemy trying to drive you from behind. And the Lord leads us from the front. This is how the Lord leads us. In John 10, verse 1, this is Jesus speaking. He says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. My friend, your savior called you by name. You know, every one of us, we did not come to Christ on our own. None of us had the wisdom to wake up and go, I need a savior. The reason 
why we decided to receive Christ is because he was already calling our name. He was saying to us, Mary, Mary, Crystal, Crystal, Arlise, Jen, Claudia, Becky, right? Sam, Joe. But I love in the Bible, it's usually Sam, Sam, Joe, Joe. You know, he, he, he'll call our name twice even, you know, and, and of course he'll keep calling until we respond. But he doesn't drive us from behind. Even to receive him, he called our name. And that's the way he continues to lead us. It's intimately. And he goes in front. Why? He goes in front to take care of any issues that we might come across before we even get there. Amen. It says, when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Listen to this. This is so, I, I love this. It's so beautiful. It says that he brings out his own sheep. And he goes before them and they follow him. Why? Because they know his voice. And it says they will not by no means, listen to that, by no means follow a stranger. You know, sometimes, the, the, yeah, sometimes the enemy loves for us to have this fear that we can't hear the voice of our God, that we can't follow his leading. And Jesus just said that we know his voice. Why? How do you learn somebody's voice? How do you learn somebody's voice? If, if someone that you know really where, well were to call you and you were to answer the phone without looking at caller ID, we all have someone in our life that the minute we hear them on the other end, we know who it is. And, and how did it get that way? Because they've been talking to you, right? To learn a voice means that that other person has been talking to you. That's how you know their voice. Our Savior talks to us so much, we know His voice. Not only that, we have His very Spirit inside of us. You know, He wants you to know His voice. And I love that He gives us this faith picture for us to think about because guess what? Who created sheep? The Lord did. He created sheep. He knows just what they're like. And he chose to, to describe us like the sheep and he's like a shepherd. I want to tell you something. I, uh, when I was reading this, I, I went on YouTube and watched some videos about shepherds and their sheep. And there were several that were really interesting. And there was one where they conducted an experiment and they had three different people. Two, two were men and one was a woman, uh, just to make it fair. And they went up to this sheep pen. It was quite a large pasture and there were sheep all over the place, mamas and babies and, and just all kinds of sheep out there. And the first individual goes up and he calls the sheep and he's using the same call as the shepherd and he calls the sheep and he calls a couple of times and they don't even bother to stop eating. <laughs> they don't even lift up their heads. They don't even look at him. It's like he's not even there, right? Then the woman goes up and she calls the sheep and the same thing. And then the, the second, the, or they yeah, the second man. So the third person goes up and this person calls the sheep. They all call the same way. 
And the sheep never even lift up their heads. They're, they're eating and they're happy eating. Then the shepherd steps up and he calls the sheep. And immediately they stop eating and their heads pop up and they look at him. And then he gives another call and they come running. I mean, they come running to the fence. And then they get there and he steps back and one of the other people step forward. And as soon as that person opened their mouth, the sheep turned around and ran away again. It was, it was so funny. And so the shepherd came forward and called them back and the sheep came back. My friend, you know, sometimes we do get confused, right? And we think the Lord is leading us away and it's not his leading. But guess what? Who brings us back? He does. He's never going to let you get too far. He comes and he calls you back to himself. Jesus says later on in this same passage further down, he says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Did you hear that? You shall never perish because Jesus gives you eternal life. And he goes on to say, so that's the first promise. The first promise is that you shall have eternal life and never perish. The second one is neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. No one, not even you can snatch you out of the hand of God. Who's bigger? He is. We may fall, but we fall in his hand and he will pick us back up again. Oh, my friends, don't you see? He gives us these images to bring us that peace so that when we do have fears come in, we can just stop and remember, wait a minute. I'm the sheep. It's the shepherd that tends after me. Amen. The shepherd, my shepherd takes care of me. I simply follow him. You know how you do that? You just follow. You know, if you watch videos of the sheep following the shepherd, do the sheep know where the shepherd's going? No. Do they know what his plan is for later that night or the next day? No, they just simply follow him. They follow behind him and he leads them. Right? It's so, it's so cute because you'll see the shepherd walking and all of these sheep just so happy running behind him. Right? So he leads us. So I want us to go to another beautiful passage where we get to see the Lord as our shepherd and that we are his sheep. And even though it is probably a very familiar one, and we got to keep in mind that God's word is endless. The riches and the power in it are forevermore, right? We can always keep coming back to the same word and, and get more food to chew on because that's what his word is. His word is food for us. And so we're going to go right now to Psalms 23. And I want to tell you something else about the Psalms. We talked about how the Psalms are full of beautiful faith pictures, right? That we can meditate on, right? Because as we've learned, as a man thinks, as a man believes, so he will do, so he'll live, right? It's all about seeing the way God sees, amen? 
We want to see the way God sees. And the Psalms is full of faith pictures to help us do that. And not only that, they're Psalms, they're songs. And, and have you ever heard someone say that if you're trying to memorize a passage, to sing it, to put it to a tune? I really believe that helps. I know it's helped me. And the Psalm we're going to go to is so short, but it is so powerful. And it's also easy to memorize. If I can memorize it, and y'all know the issues that I've had. I mean, we're talking about someone who, who couldn't remember, you know, couldn't remember anything about my life, would wake up every day not knowing where I am. But guess what? God wants to help you keep his word in your heart. The word itself wants to be there. And so um, I would really recommend even memorizing this passage, Psalms 23, especially if you have trouble sleeping at night, which is something that affects a lot of people. And I began quoting this passage over myself uh, to go to sleep. And not only did my sleep become sweet, as the word promises, but I found that even after years of quoting this same passage, I can, the Lord will still give me fresh truth and revelations out of it. And I also believe this is where the saying came from to count sheep before you sleep, because this Psalm is all about the Lord being our shepherd, which means what? We're sheep. And, and we got to recognize that the devil's ways, you know, he can't create anything of his own. God is the creator. So what he does is he takes the things of the Lord and he twists them or he tries to take attention away from them. So here's what I'm not saying that if you've been counting sheep, that that's evil, but I'm saying that there's, let's go to God's source. Let's go to where that actually came from, right? And, and go to the true source and get the true, the true power, which comes from the Lord. So, um, that was just a little hidden gem because I, because I know, right, that some people struggle uh, with sleep as, as, as I did and do sometimes. And then I come right back to my Psalms 23. So Psalms 23 says, The Lord, the shepherd of his people, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. Who is your shepherd? Who is your shepherd? The Lord is. And you know what he told us? Actually, uh, we didn't go that far down in John 10, but he says, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. You know, sometimes there are bad shepherds. And Jesus even went on to talk about them. He said, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's how much he loves his sheep. That's what he defines as a good shepherd, as one that's willing to fight for his sheep, to even lay down his life for his sheep, which is what he did for us. It says, but the hireling doesn't care for the sheep. And when there's danger, he runs away. So what he's saying is like a wolf comes or a bear comes or a lion comes or a snake comes to attack the sheep. And instead of defending the sheep, he gives the sheep up and he runs away. So, you know, we got to understand that sometimes, you know, I've heard this expression in the church and it's very sad and unfortunate, but I have heard people actually say when they're talking about the Lord as our shepherd, that sometimes they've, they have found these primitive tools or whatever, that the shepherd would actually break a sheep's legs to keep it from running away, right? So that it wouldn't get into danger. Well, my thought is, 
if you broke its legs, you are the greatest danger, okay? And we should never be surprised that evil man comes up with evil things. But we are made in God's image. He is not made in ours. There is nowhere, absolutely nowhere in the Bible where you will find that it says, the Lord is my shepherd, he breaketh my legs. Nowhere. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I lay my life down for the sheep. And I want you to just think about this. Think about this. If you came over to my house and you saw that, that my dog's leg was, was all bandaged up and in a little, a little crutch and you asked me what happened. And I said, well, he kept running off to the neighbor's yard and, and I was worried about him getting hit by a car. So I broke his leg. What would you do? I hope the very next thing you would do would be to call and report me. And guess what? I would go to jail and they would take my dog away. But I've actually heard people say that our loving, compassionate, merciful, gracious God who loves us so much he gave up his own life for us would break our legs. My friend, that's what I'm saying. We got to make sure that we are hearing the true word of God that we are seeing God for who he really is, that we're seeing him as the happy father that the Bible describes him to be, that we are seeing him as the good shepherd who tends to his flock, who carries us in his arms close to his heart. That's the kind of shepherd that he is. Amen. Amen. So it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want period I shall not want my friend whatever you are facing is just taken care of by that one phrase the Lord is my shepherd so because the Lord is my shepherd he's the one who tends to me he's the one that takes care of me because he is my shepherd I shall not want I shall not want for health I shall not want for peace. I shall not want for wisdom. I shall not want for a marriage partner. I shall not want for children. I shall not want for a happy home. I shall not want for wealth. I shall not want for a job. I shall not want because the Lord is my shepherd. Listen to this in Psalms 34. Verse eight, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. You know what? When you see the Lord as your shepherd, how easy is it to trust in him? You know, we talked about that before. When we see him as our loving father, then it's easy to trust in him. See, it's all about the images we have inside of us of who our God is. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, worship the Lord, you his saints, for there is no want to those who worship him. Did you hear that? There is no want to those who worship him. You know, there's another phrase. I'm, I'm going to pop some bubbles today. <laughs> I'm going to pop some religious bubbles because uh, these are things that I heard growing up you know, about the Lord is my shepherd, he breaketh my legs. And of course that caused fear. That didn't cause me to draw near to God. That caused me to be afraid of him with the wrong kind of fear. And another one is that, you know, the Lord gives you what you need. He doesn't give you what you want. But we've just read two scriptures that say otherwise. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And right here he says, oh, worship the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who worship him. And do you know that phrase that the Lord gives you what you need and not what you want is nowhere in the Bible? Nowhere in the Bible. But again and again, it tells us that when we trust in the Lord, we shall not want. It goes on to say, listen to this. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Any, any, any good thing. I want you to say this with me. Say, I shall not lack any good thing. I shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the worship of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? My friend, your father's desire for you is that you would have many days that you would have life, that you would see good, that you would lack no good thing. Amen. Do you see that? That's his desire for you. And we can receive all that so easily because here's the thing. The Lord has supplied all of this to us through his son at the cross. It's our receiving. It's the receiving end. And when we see that he is our good shepherd, and that because he's our good shepherd, I shall not want. It makes us so, so easy to receive from him. It goes on to say, actually, I think we're going to have to wrap it up right there. And we got all of into verse one. So <laughs> I'm excited about this. Oh, the Lord's got such, such a good word for us. I hope that this has encouraged you uh, today and that it's just giving you more, more visions inside of you to see who our father really is, who our savior is, that he is our shepherd, that he tends to us, he keeps us, he leads us. And you know, I would encourage you, jump on YouTube and just Google, like I put in, uh, I think I put in sheep calling and, and, and shepherds tending the sheep, and you know, and you'll just see all these videos. And you know what was a, a common denominator in these videos? When I watched even man taking care of his sheep, you could see how much these shepherds care about their sheep. They care about them. One of the, one of the videos I watched even talked about how much he loved his sheep. Another one, they, they're all named. He has names for all of his sheep, my friends. And these are human shepherds. How much more the shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. So as you, as you go throughout your day, as you go throughout your week, see that your shepherd, your good shepherd is leading you. He will not let you go astray. You will not hear the voice of a stranger. You will hear the voice of your shepherd who loves you, who cares for you, who tends to you, who protects you, who takes care of you. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends, until next time, keep on living, loving, and laughing in grace.